Welcome to the Inspire Preaching Podcast. I'm your host, Douglas Boyd. Thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate you being with us today. I've got a very important subject I want to talk to you about. But first, if this podcast has been a blessing to you, please consider subscribing to it. Then take it one step further and invite your family and your friends to be part of our podcast family. I started to say podcast, podcast family. We appreciate you. Let's jump into it today. I want to talk to you today about this subject, and that is, I just want someone to love me. Let's jump into it today. I just want someone to love me. Reading today from Psalm 109, verse 26, the Bible says, Help me, Lord my God, save me according to your unfailing love. I want to talk to you today. I was going to record the live service of this message from church today, but the internet was bleeping in and out and we could not do it. So I'm having to teach it straight into the microphone at my home. Not quite as fun to do, no live audience, but I want to talk to you today about I just want someone to love me. Wherever you are, why don't you lift your hands right now and let's pray. Lord Jesus, we magnify you. You are the God of this universe. You are the creator of all things. I ask you to give us ears to hear the word of God and a heart to receive it today. I give you praise, and if there be anyone out there that is hurting, that is broken, that is lonely, that is not sure what their next move is, I pray that you would reveal your love to them, and I ask it in your name, the name of Jesus. Amen. I want to bring a name up that is a name from the past. That name is Madeline Murray O'Hare. Madeline was an American atheist, supporting atheism, supporting separation of church and state. In 1963, she founded the American Atheist, and she served as the president for many years. Uh, She once filed a lawsuit to remove prayer from public schools, and in 1963, the Supreme Court voted 8-1 to that prayer in public school was unconstitutional. But one angry woman who didn't believe in God, didn't believe God existed, took prayer out of school. But if you watch things about her life, she seemed to be a very hurt, angry woman. You could always tell that there was just something within her that was simply broken and while many Christians look back on her life with contempt and disdain I always felt a measure of pity on her something about her always hurt my heart I don't know what it was but I just felt as if she was very very wounded she made many hurtful statements against different groups but especially the Jewish community she made very many hurtful statements against her own country Some of the things she said would just make you shake your head in disbelief. She once sued Richard Nixon over having religious services at the White House. She tried to have God and God we trust removed from our money. Liberal atheists are still trying to get that phrase taken off of our money. To be honest, she was a very hard person to like. She was very angry, seemed very mean, and just being honest, she seemed like a very hard person to like. But on August the 27th, 1995, O'Hare, her son, and her granddaughter disappeared from her home and office. And in 1999, a felon was arrested 
who had been working for the American Atheists along with two other men. It was discovered that they had kidnapped the three, robbed the organization, and murdered O'Hare, her son, and her granddaughter. They were found buried, burned, and dismembered. And an article came out many years later that had quotes from O'Hare's diary, and one particular entry was very startling. It simply said, I just want someone to love me. I just want someone to love me. Someone who hated and despised the thought of God as a reality. In her reality, she longed simply to be loved. So sad that had she only asked Jesus Christ, just ask him if he was real. If she had only called upon his name one time with a sincere heart, she would have found the love that she so desperately wanted. My heart breaks to think of anyone dying without the unfailing love of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, I wish she could have found that love, and I pray that she called on him before she passed away. But it was a sad, horrible, and tragic end to a very odd and controversial life. But you, point at yourself and say, me, you, you're listening right now. And right now you're hearing the truth. And my prayer for you is that you know and embrace the unfailing love of Jesus Christ. There is no greater love in heaven or in earth. David said in Psalm 109.26 that God's love was an unfailing love. God's love never fails. When you wake up in the morning, He is there and He loves you. When you lay your head down to sleep, He is there and He loves you. When you lay down and you need peace in your life, you have it because He loves you. When you're going through a fiery trial on this earth and you don't know what you're going to do or where you're going to turn or how it's going to work out, one thing is for sure. God's love is an unfailing love. I love the term unfailing love. There are a lot of things in this world that can fail you. People can fail you. Employers can fail you. Friends, I guess you should say so-called friends, can fail you. But can I get real with you today and tell you? Churches can fail you. Churches do fail you. It's the truth, amen? Family members can fail you. It happens. But there is one source. There is one thing in this universe that is unfailing. It's unfailing. It's unwavering. And it cannot be defeated. And that is God's unfailing love. I can speak honestly and tell you today that I have failed God not once, not twice, but many times. I can truthfully say to you today without hesitation that the love of God is unfailing. I can tell you today that when I was at my very worst, and every single time I was at my very worst, that God was at his best. The psalmist said, if I ascend into heaven, you are there. Then he said, if I make my bed in hell, you are there. Hallelujah. God's love is perfect. His love never changes. His love doesn't end. It is so vast that it never runs out. God never stops loving. And nothing, the Bible says, Paul said that nothing can separate you from God's love. It's inexhaustible. It's eternal. It cannot be extinguished. If you think there is no way out, just look up. And when you look up, you'll see his unfailing love. I want to give you three points about 
what we are talking about today. And the first one is, one of the most beautiful things about God's unfailing love is that when we were at our worst, He was at His best. If you're saying today that I just want someone to love me, He loves you. And no matter where you are in life right now, His love is there for you. When we are at our worst, He is at His best. When we deserved it the least, Christ gave us all. He gave us everything. He gave us His unfailing love. Romans 5 verse 8 says, But God demonstrates His love toward us in that, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. In other words, when we were blasphemers, when we were haters of God, God was wanting to shower us with his unfailing love. It can't fail. It can never fail. It's impossible for the love of God to fail. Doesn't matter what the situation is, it is impossible for God's love to fail. Oh, praise the Lord today. We should be just, whatever you're doing right now, you should be shouting right now because his love is that powerful. When we see Think about this. When we see lost people, we have to remember to see them through the eyes of Jesus Christ. Why? Because God's love is unfailing. God can make a prostitute holy. He can make an addict a saint. He can turn any situation around. Why? Because his love is unfailing. We might see a drug addict. In our blind religious eyes, we might see a drug addict. God might see the next gospel singer. We might see a homeless person with no hope. God might see a Sunday school teacher. We might see a homeless man who has no hope. God might see the next pastor. We might see a hopeless woman at a well. Jesus sees a worshiper. Oh, praise the Lord today. When this world is at its worst, God's unfailing love cannot be stopped. When we are struggling, when we can't seem to make it, when the mountain is too high to climb and we don't know what to do, His love is unfailing. His love is always our answer. Jude verse 21 says, Keep yourselves in God's love as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring you to eternal life. He said, Keep yourselves in His love. There is no other place to go, folks. There's no place to run to. There's no other thing you can trust except his unfailing love. Keep yourselves in his unfailing love. That means you are locked in. That means you have a made-up mind. That means there's no debate within you. You are his and he is yours, and there is no looking back, and there's no looking anywhere else but his unfailing love. Number two today, trust in his unfailing love. It's not always easy to trust God when we don't physically see an answer, but the Bible says we are to live by faith and trust in His love. When you live by faith in His unfailing love, you believe that the answer is on the way. Why? Because of His unfailing love. He's not going to let you down. He's not going to cast you away. He's not going to turn His back on you. He's not going to change his mind about you. He loves you. And he doesn't just love you. It is an unfailing love. Look at yourself right now. Put your hand on your chest and just say, Jesus loves me with unfailing love. Jesus loves me with unfailing love. Some of you out there believing for your kids to be saved or your family to be saved. 
Some of you need a miracle right now. Some of you need a financial miracle right now. Trust him today. Let him be the Lord and Savior of your life and trust him with these needs. I'm telling you, he will meet and answer your needs. Some of you have been waiting and it's frustrating, but I'm telling you today that if you will hold on, if you will keep believing, if you won't let go of the horns of the altar and in prayer, you will see God come through and his unfailing love will be more powerful than ever in your life. Remember today that Jesus Christ is with you. He is always with you. He is for you. And don't fear. God told Joshua in Joshua 1, chapter, uh, chapter 1, verse 9, he said, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Be strong in the Lord. Trust in his unfailing love. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. God is with you wherever you go if you're a Christian. Don't look to the left. Don't look to the right. Don't look behind you. Look up and trust God's unfailing love. Number three today and last, if you're saying, I just want someone to love me, take refuge in his unfailing love. There is no better place to be. He is our refuge. He is our place of peace and security. When the world comes crashing down, his unfailing love is a refuge. Amen. Psalm 36 verse 7 says, How priceless is your unfailing love. O God, people take refuge in the shadow of your wings. David said this unfailing love is priceless. What a beautiful statement priceless. The Hebrew word means valuable, excellent, clear, brightness, and it means costly. God's unfailing love is priceless. One of the most beautiful verses in the Bible is 1 John chapter 4 verse 10. We would like to say that we loved God. Our religious minds want us to brag and have pride in our religiosity and say, oh, I love God. But 1 John 4.10 said, This is love, not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. If you're here listening and you're crying out in your heart, I just want someone to love me. That someone is here right now. It's Jesus Christ. He's as real as I am sitting here. Yes, loving human relationships can be wonderful but they do not fulfill the heart of a man or a woman. Only a relationship with a loving Savior does that. Jesus Christ is the someone. He is the lover of your soul. He is the sweet rose of Sharon, the bride in the morning star. Jesus Christ longs to pour out on you his unfailing love. You see, me and my wife, we love each other. And I would take a bullet for her. I would stand in front of a moving train for her. But I can't look to her to spiritually fulfill me. And she can't look to me for me to spiritually fulfill her. It never works. You have to look to Jesus Christ. Human relationships are great, but they don't fulfill. They don't cleanse a sin-sick soul. They don't bring peace to your soul and a joy that only Jesus can bring. All you have to do is repent. That means you turn around and you head towards Jesus Christ and the cross. 
It means you change your mind about Jesus and his offer of salvation. It means that you believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ and you call upon his name to be saved. Repent and believe the gospel. Turn to him as the Lord and Savior of your life and his unfailing love will come into your life. He loves you and he longs to change your life right now. This moment. This second. You might be listening and you fully know Jesus in the pardon of your sins. You're already a Christian, but you're struggling. You need a fresh revelation and encounter with God's unfailing love. He wants to touch you right now. He wants to mend your broken heart right now. He wants to give you a miracle right now. The Spirit of God is moving right now. While the waters are moving, you need to come to Him and let Him touch your life. If you're listening today and you've never experienced His love, you can. Your life is frustrating. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to turn. You don't know how you're going to make it. Let Jesus Christ be the King of your life today. Repent. Be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Acts 2.38. Repent and be baptized. Every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you set you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Jesus said in John 10.10, I have come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Jesus Christ loves you, but you have to let him be Lord. You have to let him be Savior. But if you do, I'm promising you right now, he will transform your life. He will meet all of your needs according to his riches and glory. He will transform everything about you if you want him to. If you're crying out today and saying, I just want someone to love me, he is that someone. He is the lover of your soul, so much so that he gave his life on the cross so you could live. Pray this prayer with me today. Lord Jesus, I repent. I turn my life over to you 100%. I believe that you lived that you died and that you rose again and that you are Lord of all I turn to you I give my life to you 100% I thank you that you are now my Lord and my Savior and I pledge to you that I will live for you the rest of my life in Jesus name amen if you prayed that prayer prayer you need to get with me so we can baptize you I pray for you today that you would allow the Lord to change your life, to turn you around and put your feet on solid ground. Thank you for joining us today on the Inspire Preaching Podcast. Thanks. We appreciate it. And we will see you next time. Until then, may God's greatest and his best be yours in Jesus Christ. Have a great week.